Greetings, family. Welcome to today's podcast early this morning. Let us go ahead and begin it with uh, calling on God to help us today and call those things that are not a soul. Let's start with the Our Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for coming in today's podcast. We'll be reading a little portion of 24-hour book for today, May the 9th. While we're at it, and I'm looking for it, let's go ahead and say the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. AA thought for the day. We alcoholics used so little self-control when we were drinking. We were so absolutely selfish that it does us good to give up something once in a while. Using self-discipline and denying ourselves a few things is good for us. At first, giving up liquor is a big enough job for all of us, even with God's help. But later on, we can practice self-discipline in other ways to keep a firm grip on our minds so that we don't start any wishful thinking. If we daydream too much, we may be in danger of slipping. Am I practicing enough self-discipline? Meditation for the day. In material things, you must rely on your own wisdom and that of others. In spiritual things, you cannot rely so much on your own wisdom as on God's guidance. In dealing with personalities, it is a mistake to step out too much on your own. You must try to be guided by God in all human relationships. You cannot accomplish much of value in dealing with people until God knows you are ready. You alone do not have the power or wisdom to put things right between people. You must rely on God to help you in these vital matters. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may rely on God in dealing with people's problems. I pray that I may try to follow His guidance in all personal relationships. Amen. And with that, yes, indeed, one of the ways I, Fernando, do is to, is like I, you know it already, I thank God for the uh, situation and wait on Him. Instead of engaging, I wait upon God, and most of the time is, uh, it goes good. Amen. So I say, thank you, God. And when I mess up and put my boot in my mouth, then I say, thank you, God. I I messed up and we start all over again. There's always the net of love, the net of forgiveness, the net that we're human. Don't take ourselves too seriously. This too shall pass. Amen. I have a, a quick story here from a a letter written in 1961 to the grapevine. And it says, I knock on the wrong door. In October 1958, some of us, excuse me, helped start a group at the VA hospital in our city. 
and have worked actively at it since. We have received a lot of cooperation from the staff and especially from the Protestant chaplain who is quite a dedicated man. About three weeks ago, the chaplain called me and said there was a patient on the seventh floor of the hospital who had told him he would like to talk to someone from Alcoholics Anonymous about his drinking. The chaplain couldn't remember the man's full name, but said that his last name was Johnson and to go on to that, top, that floor and, and the ward attendant would point him out to me. Since I was pretty much occupied with some other AA work right there and then, I couldn't make the call myself. I call our clubhouse and turn it over to them. Usually that is all that is necessary and the call is promptly made. On VA hospital meeting night, a couple of days later, I went up to see Johnson and discovered that he had checked out of the hospital the day before. I didn't think too much about it, but a week later discovered that due to a misunderstanding, the call from the club had not been made and no one had contacted Johnson. This is a mistake that is much made, and I suppose we just goofed. The following week, while talking with the chaplain at the hospital, I told him we had missed his man, how it happened, and I apologized. He then called the administrative office and gave me Johnson's full name and address. Since he lived here in our city, I felt that we might hear from him again. Back in my office, I got to thinking about Johnson and I felt that this man just might be somewhere right that minute, probably cussing AA as a whole because he had asked for help and we hadn't come. So I got on my car and drove to his home to explain to him the shades were drawn and the air conditioner was running full blast, but no one answered. My knock on the door. Now, this is familiar to some of us so I just kept on pounding on the door. Finally, the door opened and a man stood in front of me, clad only in his britches, barely able to stand. He asked me in and I told him who I was and that I had come from AA. In response to his conversation with the chaplain, he seemed rather vague on the point and kept insisting he couldn't remember talking to the chaplain about it. He was talking of suicide and was crying, laughing, heaving, and in fact, just pretty damn sick. He finally said he might want to try to get sober and agree to go to the clubhouse with me. We kept him in the club about two hours and he had enough. He said he wanted to leave. So I took him to the northern part of the city to a place where his girlfriend worked and let him out. I had given him a way of life pamphlet with my name and phone number on it. The last I saw him, he was weaving down the street with that little blue book sticking out of his hip pocket. The next day, I called the chaplain to tell him what happened to his man, and he quickly informed me that he was indeed sorry, but he had made a mistake. His name and that name he talked to was named Jones instead of Johnson. He said he knew Johnson, but that both he and Johnson's doctor thought that AA or anybody else was wasting their time trying to talk to him. I suppose I agree with him and went on about my business. I quickly was given the name Wrong Man Bill, and everybody I knew had a pretty good laugh at it. <clears throat> well, I suppose I was kind of it was kind of funny, but there is a sequel. 
A week ago, the phone at the clubhouse rang about 10 o'clock in the morning. Yes, it was my friend Johnson. He wanted help. When we went to get him, he'd been gone without a drink for several hours, trying to get up guts to call us. And he acted as though he really wanted what AA had to offer. He was taken to our 12-step house where he stayed for five days. He left there this morning, sober, bright-eyed, looking for a job, and apparently literally risen from the dead. He had been drunk continually since 1953 and hadn't worked a day during that time. His eyes were shining this morning when he left, and he looked like a different man. You know the change that takes place because you've seen it yourself. Now, if he is an alcoholic, we all know he could get drunk again tomorrow, but somehow I'm going to believe that this higher power we talk about so much was working a little overtime last week, and that whether my boy stayed sober or not, I stood in the very presence of God that day when Johnson opened the door for me, tears in his eyes, and grabbed me around the neck and said he wanted to try. This is by B.C., Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Is that a coincidence or is that God? Is there a God here that answers prayer? One of the reasons we want to talk, what we think about, what we talk about, will come about, is that it's a prayer. It's really a prayer. You know, if we're made in the image of God, you know, today is going to be a good day. Great things are in store. All things are possible. God is listening to us, and we act accordingly. In other words, you know, we take a big wagon, you know, wherever we go, because, you know, there's going to be an abundance of benefits all over the place. Our faith, our believing will bring, attract those benefits. All right, let's go ahead and move on here. And uh, let's see what our uh, daily reflection entails for today. Thank you so much for the ninth. It says, walking through fear, May 9th. If we still cling to something we will not let go, we ask God to help us be willing. Alcoholic Anonymous, page 76. When I had taken my fifth step, I became aware that all my defects of character stem from my need to feel secure and love. To use my will alone to work on them would have been trying obsessively to solve the problem. In the sixth step, I intensified the action I had taken in the first three steps. Meditation on the step by saying it over and over again, going to meetings, following my sponsor's suggestions, Reading and searching within myself, during the first three years of sobriety, I had a fear of entering an elevator alone. One day, I decided I must walk through this fear. I asked for God's help, entered the elevator, and there in the corner was a lady crying. She said that since her husband had died, she was deathly afraid of elevators. I forgot about my fear and comfort of her. This spiritual experience helped me to see how willingness was the key to working the rest of the 12 steps to recovery. God helps those who help themselves. And I'm Fernando Alcoholic. Amen. Not only helping ourselves, but helping ourselves to help others and to help others and to help others. The way of life within, in this 12-step program.
What this reading that I just read about the Johnsons and Jones and going to the wrong place, and is that is God or not God? Coincidences? One of the things that tells me that there's a lot of coincidence people that are probably drinking and listening to this podcast. And that probably religion or heavy-duty uh, Jesus does not cannot enter them. They've been hurt. It's been presented wrongly. And I do apologize for uh, pounding you with the, with the Bible over your head about salvation, uh, seeking the Lord, going further. In my opinion, um, this was showed up. Uh, this was the person who showed up in my cell was Jesus. He was the one who talked to me. And uh, I tried about 14 times testing the water, see if it was Jesus in reality in charge. And he always came forth. He always came forth. So I don't have self-pity. I found out it was self-pity all along that I couldn't believe. My believer was broken. So to believe and to act in faith was my part. You know, God has showed me over and over with compassion that he is there. You know, through animals, through situations, through answered prayers. Uh, let's give God the benefit of the doubt that he is in charge. You know, you know, or just the power of good words could be a God. The power of good words, like easy does it. First things first, think, 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 is represented and empowered by God. So, you know, just giving those words up to God and speaking good things will come about. What we think about, what we act about, how we act about plays a big role in our thinking. Getting the lead out. Get the lead out of your butt and, and get dressed and get going and act like it. And keep acting like it. All right, now I must be talking to myself. God bless you. Uh, good things will, are in store for us today, for we are doing God's will. Take care. Let's go ahead and pray out with a third step prayer, please. God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, of thy love, of the way of life. May I do thy will always. Amen. Keep coming back, family. It's working. Greetings, family. We got today's reading coming to you live from Southern Cal, Fernando, alcoholic. Let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence, followed by the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Welcome to the 12-step podcast that we're here for recovery all the way live. Remember what Maimonides said, anyone who follows the middle course is called a sage. That's the old saying from the old. Today we call it think, think, think. 
So this is an ancient name of some philosopher called Maimonides. Anyone who follows a middle course is called a sage, and sage is is a is a wisdom. Much of the wisdom of our program is about how to live in the middle. We learn how to pause and think before we act. We ask, what is the best way to handle this? We look for the smooth part of the road. Our actions tell us who we are. We listen to our actions and we think about them. This listening and thinking takes time. This slows us down. It's, it's good for us. It gives us time to talk with our higher power. After all, we want our actions to come from the new values our higher power has given us. Thus, over time, we act and feel wiser. The wisdom of the program becomes part of who we are. Prayer for the day. I pray that I don't, for, I don't get caught up in the rush of the day. Higher power, God, teach me to stop think and to think and to seek your wisdom. Today, I'll set aside some time to think, meditate, and be alone. I will listen to what's inside of me. Amen. One of the things we do is a lot of meditation, maybe a little too much for my part. How about you? One of the ways to meditate and stop, listen, and look is say, I thank you, God, for where I'm at. I thank you, God, for what's going on around me. It certainly does give you a 360 quick view of who, of what's happening. In other words, we we opened up to travel in the middle of the road. It means to uh, open up to the uh, to the spiritual side and be in the physical side at the same time. Be in the spiritual side and be in the in the natural side, in the reality side. I believe if we keep thanking God for the uh, for the way it's supposed to be in heaven, eventually it will move over to here. It will move over to the heaven side, and that's basically what's been happening in my recovery walk. Surrender, thank God for the situation, and then the situation seems to clear up. IRS bills, district attorney cases, going to the court. Being in front of the judge, just thanking God, and all of a sudden, everything melts my favorable way. Okay. 24-hour little book says, I noticed that the ones who do the most for AA are not in the habit of boasting about it. The danger of building myself up too much is that if I do, I'm in danger of having a fall. That pattern of thought goes with drinking. If one side of a boat gets too far out of the water, it's liable to tip over. Building myself up and drinking go together. One leads to the other. So I am going to stay sober. I got to keep small. Have I got the right perspective on myself? Meditation for the day. The way sometimes seems long and weary. So many people today are weary. The weariness of others must often be shared by me. The weary and the heavy laden, when they come to me, should be helped to find the rest that I have found. There is only one sure cure for world weariness, and that is turning to spiritual things. In order to help brings about the turning of weary world to God.
I must dare to suffer, dare to conquer selfishness in myself, and dare to be filled with spiritual peace in the face of all the weariness in the world. Prayer for the day. Father God, I pray that I may be a help to discourage people today. I pray that I may have the courage to help bring about what the weary world needs but don't know how to get it. You know, uh, being down in the mouth, being negative, being pessimistic, critical, and uh, fault-finding, it works for a while, man. But, you know, you can sense it in our spirit that we were made to hold gratitude. God has made us so we can be walk around grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for the part. When we get too many situations that belong on his side, that belong on God, and here, here we're trying to uh, fix them, why is it that surrender works so well? Why is it that millions of people have reported, man, I just let go and let God, and, and it took off from there. I always, I know this family that wanted a house for their kids. And they just let go. But it took a sickness that almost death. They couldn't get out of the bed. It says, okay, God, if you want me to get out of this bed, fine. I'll just give it over to you. I'll let it go. And then, you know, I need I need to care for my kids. And boom, power of God came in. The wisdom of the ages came in. And they have a house. How do I know about that family? We sold them the house. We sold them the house. They had a bunch of kids, and I saw the work of God working behind on the people. I love you. God bless you. Let's go ahead and see what uh, our sponsor is doing, Sponsor Solomon. There's so much good material here. It just boggles the imagination. So, uh, you know, uh, we dedicate this session today. Happy Friday, by the way. God bless you. No one's told you they love you. I love you. Thank you for coming in today's podcast. Thank you for being uh, vigilant, diligent, efficient, effective, and working on your program. Thank you for taking the brunt of being a leader and having uh, doing things and being active and just getting things done. Up at, at Adam and early at it. And go, go, go. You have a day of rest. Okay. Our, our Solomon says for today, I love the, pro- the Psalms. I love the Proverbs. It just makes... And the Bible thing, on, it's down on the computer. The Bible thing. You version. But let me read you this. The path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until the full day. Proverbs 4.18. In other words, our path gets brighter and easier as we move along. And one of the things that will work for you, if you tend to be in a loop, looping problems all the time, start thanking God for the... um, it's going to sound strange, guys. Start thanking God for the uh, the shame. Yep, you heard it right. Thank God for the shame 
in looping problems. It could be some self-pity, and that's why we keep looping the problems over and over again. So let's say, for instance, if you um, you got a project, and uh, the project is causing me to feel sorry for myself because I have so many things to do. And so I'll, I'll keep the project there. So I want to short circuit. I say, thank you, God, for the shame that I'm getting from that project. Thank you, God, for the shame that the way I'm looking at that project. Thank you, God, for the shame that I keep incurring and putting fire on it. You'd be, you'd be surprised how, um, how that shame, <clears throat> that project will fall apart and you'll get it done. You'll start seeing things all the way around you, how easy it is to fix the projects. Okay, that may work for you. It's working for me. Thank you, God, for the shame. I got this uh, wood project I got to finish, and it's, it's in the way. <clears throat> it's in the middle of, the, uh, of my, uh, my patio. Anyway, I love you. God bless you. We're going to get through this, and we're, <clears throat> we're going to find the right keys to make an effective life. Our next scripture is John 1.5 from the Amplified Bible. It says, The light shines on the, on the darkness, for the darkness has never overpowered it. Put it out or absorb it or appropriate it. <clears throat> Amen. In Ephesians 3.16.17, I pray that out of His glorious riches, He may strengthen you with power, through His Spirit, your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And Christ is wisdom, and Christ is, is strength. Christ is gratitude. I pray that out of His glorious riches, He may strengthen you and empower you through His Spirit, your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Shine like a light with a smile. Colossians 1.27 God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of his mystery, which is in Christ Jesus, in you, the hope of glory. Colossians 1.27 In other words, I'm a sinner. I'm in the midst of sinners in East L.A. God gets a hold of my life. Christ comes in, in me through Alcoholic Anonymous, through getting cleaned up and awareness, and I receive it like... <gasps> I get possessed by Christ Jesus. You ever get possessed by a devil and want to uh, drink till to, to you die? This is the other side of the coin. You could get possessed by a good spirit and you want to live forever till you live. You want to. God has chosen us to make known among the people around us His glorious riches of His mystery, which is the miracle of getting saved. Christ in us, which is the miracle of our actions, our smile, our attitude, our willingness to be uh, optimistic. This is Jesus today, and it says, I am Christ in you, the hope of glory. The Messiah, the Savior of the world, lives in you. This promise is for all who have faith in me. I dwell in your hearts through faith. This amazing blessing is the work of my spirit in your inner being. The more you trust me, the more you can enjoy my indwelling presence. And the more effectively I can live through you. 
In a world that may seem increasingly hopeless, remember that I am the hope of glory. This hope is ultimately about heaven, where you will live with me forever. But the light of heaven's glory is so brilliant that some of its rays can reach you even in the present. No matter how dark your circumstance may appear, I am the light that shines in the darkness, for the darkness has never overpowered it. As you follow me along your life path, clothed in my righteousness, this light shines brighter and brighter until the full day. That's a productive saying for us people. Thank you, God, for the shame in those projects. Thank you, God, for the shame that I I love to keep alive. Come on now. Let's do this again. Say, I am in Christ, the hope of glory. I am in the Savior of the world that lives in me. I am the promise with a capital P. I have the presence of Christ in me. And I am a spiritual in Jesus' name. May the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face to shine upon you, be gracious unto you, smile on you, and give you his peace in Jesus' name. Go in the, in the presence of the Lord. Amen.